We are in Yavamos Beis Amabeis 2B3 in the Art School Gemara, and we are about to start the actual Gemara. We cover the Mishnah in last week's recording. The Mishnah, just to summarize in one line, essentially what the Mishnah was teaching us was that when you have a case of Yibam, again, the case of Yibam is when the brother passes away without any children, and so then there's a mitzvah for the live brother to do Yibam on his, for, on his, with his sister-in-law. The point of the Mishnah is that if that sister-in-law, there's 15 different cases, but if that sister-in-law is somehow closely related to you in some other way, which is already a different prohibition besides for being your sister-in-law, which in general is a prohibition, if not for the case of where the brother dies without children, but if it's some other pro, uh, family prohibition that they're, uh, they're related to you, and so therefore they're prohibited to marry you, so then Yibam does not happen. Yibam doesn't happen, Chalitza doesn't happen, and not only that, but also for the co-wives. That is the essential din, the primary principle of the Mishnah. What the Gemara is going to do now, is it's going to ask, why does it have the specific order that the Mishnah has, in terms of listing the 15 different relatives? And the reason why they have this question is because there's, there's a very strong point that the Gemara is going to make at the very beginning. And that point is that the first one on the list should be Achos Isha. The first one on the list should be if you're, if two brothers marry two sisters. So your wife's sister is also your sister-in-law because it's your wife's sister, but it's also your sister-in-law because your brother married your wife's sister. So it's your, also your sister-in-law through your brother. So in that scenario, that's where the Torah teaches us this principle that if they're also related to you in some other way where it's prohibited to marry them, so then the mitzvah of Yibam does not exist, that there's a prohibition to even do Yibam. That comes from one out of the 15 cases. We're going to see this later on and on this stuff, on this page, that it's learned out from Achos Isha, from this case where uh, two brothers marry two sisters, and then one of the brothers passes away without any children, that there's an exemption from Yibum because of that case. And it's from that case that we learn out to all the other cases of Arayos, of for, forbidden relationships in which your sister-in-law is now forbidden to you for other reasons, uh, which, the, which the Mishnah describes, all those 15 cases. And so the Gemara is going to ask, why do we have our specific order? The first one is the daughter and then the grandchildren. Why have that order, the very first on the list should really be Achos Isha. It should be the case of two brothers marrying two sisters because that's the source in the Torah for this entire concept. For the entire concept of our Mishnah comes from Achos Isha. So the Gemara is going to have this question. Why do we have the list the way we have it if Achos Isha, the case of two brothers marrying two sisters, should really be the very first case. And so the Gemara is going to give one answer, they're going to reject that answer, and then they're going to give a second answer, and they're going to they're going to leave with that second answer. So let's see this in the Gemara inside. Mechti. The Gemara says, let's see. Kulu me'achos ishi The whole source for this concept, that if your sister-in-law is related to you in some other way, where there's already a, a, another prohibition, that you are exempt from Yibam or Chalitza, that is all learned out from Achos Isha, the case of where your sister-in-law is also your wife's sister. So listen to Achosisha So then why is the order the way it is? Achosisha, the case of where two brothers marry two sisters, should be the number one case, the first case. 
So the Gemara says, oh, if you're going to tell me as follows, that the order, maybe the order of the Mishnah is as follows. It's telling you, it's based on the severity of the prohibition. So then, that may be as follows. The first one on the list is Bito. It's when it's your daughter. Your brother married your daughter. So besides for being your sister-in-law, it's also your daughter. And the prohibition of, and the, sorry, the punishment of having marital relations with your daughter is a punishment of Srifa. It's the punishment of burning. There are four different death penalties that are given. And so according to Rab Shimon, this is, this is a dispute, but according to Rab Shimon, the most stringent of the four is Srefa, is, is burning. There's, there's, uh, there's four of them. There's Skila, Srefa, Hereg, Vichanek, stoning, uh, burning by the sword and by, uh, by strangling. Those are the four different death penalties that we give. And Srefa, according to Rab Shimon, it is a dispute which one's the most stringent, but according to the opinion of Rab Shimon, uh, Srefa burning is the most stringent. Now, just to, to comment on this idea of the death penalty, it should be noted that the Gemara says elsewhere, the Talmud says elsewhere, that they hardly ever actually issue the death penalty. It's very difficult to issue the death penalty, and we didn't really want to do it either. It happened, there's different versions, but it happened once in a very long time. Let's say once in 70 years, the Gemara gets into it. Uh, that's, uh, that's point number one. And also point number two is you have to really understand what does it mean that they have a dispute as to which one is the most stringent? What exactly does that mean? Uh, it can't be a dispute about which one's most painful. That's not what they're arguing about, but it's it's for a separate discussion about what does it mean that they have a dispute as to which one's more, most stringent. But Rup Shimon, in the end of the day, Rup Shimon is of the opinion that burning is the most stringent, and the death, uh, death penalty for having relations with your daughter is, if you do get the death penalty, it requires two witnesses, it requires a lot, uh, is... Uh, is the most stringent. So maybe that's that's the order. The reason why we have our order is because it's going from the most stringent to the least stringent in its order of the 15 different relatives that you are prohibited to be with. So the Gemara asks questions of this. That's the Gemara's suggestion. But the Gemara rejects this for for two different reasons. The Gemara says, If that's true, so then we also know that your mother-in-law to have relations with your mother-in-law also gets the death penalty of burning. But not only that, but that's also the primary source in the Torah for this comes from your mother-in-law. It doesn't come from the daughter, but it really comes from your mother-in-law. So your mother-in-law should really be number one on the list, not your daughter. That's question number one on this suggestion. And then the second question is, if we're really going from the most stringent to the least stringent, so it's still out of order. Because the most stringent are the whole list of uh, those that are deserving of the death penalty of burning, which includes your daughter and your mother-in-law and other like cases. But then right after that, it should be your daughter-in-law. Because your daughter-in-law, even though it doesn't get the, the death penalty of burning, but it does get the death penalty of skila, of stoning, which is the next stringent one. And your daughter-in-law is really the last one on the list. Because your daughter-in-law should be higher up there on the list. It's really right after those that are deserving the death penalty of Srefa, of burning. But yet it's the last one on the list because all the other ones in between, they don't really they don't get a death penalty from Bazin, from the court system. 
they get kares. They get kares, which is a punishment from God. It's not from the court system, which is uh, the least stringent. So if it's really going from the most stringent to the least stringent, so just to review, the Gemara is asking two questions. The Gemara is asking question number one, uh, that we should have chamosa, your mother-in-law should be number one on the list because that's the source uh, for burning of the uh, for all the different uh, cases where they get where the punishment is burning when having relations with a in the case of having relations with a relative. And the second question of the Gemara is that Kalosso, your daughter-in-law, which is the last on the list, should really be higher up there because it is the death penalty of stoning, and so it's really not going from the most stringent to the least stringent. So therefore, the Gemara rejects this. Approach. The Gemara says as follows. Rather, what's the reason? It's because your daughter is number one, because the the concept of having daughter is not explicit in the pasuk. The pasuk mentions the verse mentions grandchildren. It never mentions that there's a prohibition uh, to have relations with your daughter. It's it's learned out from the oral Torah, and something which is learned out from the oral Torah, we want to mention that first. And perhaps the reason for that is because the Mishnah was one of the first works that was written down, of the oral Torah that was written down, and we still want to remember that there's a, there's a, a key aspect that we want to remember of the oral Torah. So we want to mention the oral, anything, any law that's derived not from the written Torah, but from the oral Torah, we want to mention that first. So that's why, in the end of the day, that's the conclusion, that's why we mention the daughter first, because the prohibition of the daughter is from the oral Torah. The Gemara interjects and they ask, what are you talking about? Kulinami asu, but... All these cases are learned out from, they're not explicit in the Torah, but they're derived from the oral law. But the Gemara qualifies this and it says, mm-hmm. The Gemara essentially says that it's true when it comes to the exemption of Yibam with regards to all the other cases, except for Achos Isha, except for the case of two brothers marrying two sisters, that's derived from the oral law. That's not explicit in the Torah. However, what is explicit in the Torah is their basic prohibition, the basic prohibition to have relations with your mother-in-law, the basic prohibition to have relations with your sister-in-law, your wife's sister. All those are explicit in the Torah. The one case that's not explicit in the Torah is the case of the daughter. That's derived from the oral law. And so therefore we mention that one first. Okay, so the Gemara now asks, So now that we're telling us that anything which is derived from the oral law should be mentioned first, so that which is why we mentioned the daughter first, if your daughter ends up becoming your sister-in-law, that's the first case because the, the prohibition to be to have relations with your daughter is Part of the oral law, it's not written down. So then the very last one on the list should be your sister-in-law, meaning your wife's sister, two brothers who are marrying two sisters, because that is a case which is, it's written down in the Torah, not just the prohibition itself, but even with regards to the exemption of Yibam, that if your brother married your wife's sister, that two brothers married two sisters, that is the case of the Torah, which tells us that there's an exemption from Yibam and Chalitza. So that should be last on the list because that's not derived from the oral law. Even with regards to Yibam, that's not derived, the exemption from Yibam is not derived from the oral law. That is in the written law. So that should be the last one on the list. Why isn't that the last one on the list? So basically, the Gemara is asking, I understand why the daughter is the first one on the list. But there's still, the rest of the order doesn't make sense because Achos Isha, two brothers marrying two sisters, should be the last one on the list because that is the most explicit in the written written Torah. If you're going from the 
the the case that is most found in the oral Torah to the least found in the oral Torah. So then Bito, your daughter, should be first, but then Achos Isha, your two brothers who marry two sisters, should be last. And that's not the case. Two brothers marrying two sisters is not last. So the Gemara now is going to explain the rest of the order of the Mishnah. Bito, the daughter's first, because that's found, that, that law is derived from the oral Torah. But the rest of them, the Gemara now is going to explain why do we have the order in the way that it is written. It's because Achos Ishto, two brothers marrying two sisters, is mentioned in the middle because we're in the middle of discussing sisters. We're discussing different scenarios of different types of sisters which you are prohibited to be with. So the Gemara says, if you're listening to the high bubble of the soap, so then mention all the cases of sisters at the end. It doesn't really answer the question. So the Gemara answers as follows This is the order. The Bryce at first mentioned Bito, because Bito, your daughter, that's uh, from the Oral Torah. Once we're on the conversation of your daughter, so then we're going to discuss all of your own personal relatives, your daughter and your grandchildren, your daughter's daughter or your son's daughter. The Kroveyatsma, because those are all your own personal, your blood relatives. Once we're mentioning three generations down, your daughter and your uh, daughter's daughter, so then Taninami Shaloshadoros Lamate Dida, so then we're going to mention a person's wife's daughter, that if it's, if you're married to somebody and they have a daughter from a previous relationship, so then their daughter and so first we mention your own your own your daughter and your granddaughters then we mention your wife's daughter and granddaughters, once we're mentioning that, so then we're also going to mention your wife going up instead of going down, we're going to mention going up, your mother-in-law and your mother-in-law's mother or your father-in-law's mother that that's the next one's on the list. Vitana Achosovachosima. Once we're mentioning that, so then we mention your we're still we're then we're gonna mention your maternal uh achosim your maternal sister and your mother's sister, your aunt who's your mother's sister, Dikrove Atsmo. Because they are going back to blood relatives, is your sister and your mother's Sister, once we're discussing sisters, so then we're now on 3A2 in the arts role. So then it mentions your wife's sister because we're in the middle of discussing sisters, your your sister, your maternal sister, and your mother's sister. So then we mention your wife's sister. So then we have two left. The two that are left is your daughter-in-law and also this uh, difficult case of Essentially, it's the case where uh, the person who has to do Yibam right now is it, his sister-in-law was already married to a different brother who, is, who, is no, who wasn't alive. He was, sorry, the, he wasn't alive at the time that the that your sister-in-law was originally married to a different brother. It was that complicated case, which we'll discuss in the future. So which one do you pick next? So really, you should pick your daughter-in-law, because your daughter-in-law is really about uh, your sister-in-law being a, a different type of relative. This other case of this other case of where you have three brothers, and that whole situation over there, that is not really about being related in some other way. So really, we should mention Kaloso first, your daughter-in-law first, but because we're discussing different prohibitions of siblings, and is dealing with siblings, it's dealing with the fact that you had a brother who died before you were born, and so now you're prohibited to be with his wife, 
So once we're discussing siblings, so we'll mention that case, and then the last case will be the daughter-in-law. And so that's essentially the entire list of the 15. So again, just to review, the reason why we have the first case, the first case is Bito, because that's the daughter. That even just to be prohibited to your own daughter, forget about Yibam, that's found from the oral Torah. All the other cases are found in the written Torah, the, the prohibition itself, to be with your mother-in-law and to be with your sister or your your grandmother-in-law. Uh, all those cases are explicit in the Torah, except for your daughter. Your daughter is found, that's from the oral Torah. So that's why it's mentioned first, because we want to first mention, it's dear to us to mention the oral Torah, even though we're writing down the Mishnah, but it's dear to us to write the oral Torah. Why do we go with the next cases? So the Mishnah discusses, the, the Gemara, excuse me, discusses why we have all the other cases. We first discuss your own grandchildren, and then we discuss your wife's grandchildren, and then we discuss your mother-in-law, and then your mother-in-law's mother, and your father-in-law's mother. And then we discuss, we go back to your own relatives of your sister, your maternal sister, and then uh, your aunt, your mother's sister. And then we discuss, once we're in the cases of sisters, so we discuss your sister-in-law, meaning your wife's sister marries your brother, two brothers married two sisters. We're still on the topic of brothers and sisters, so we discussed the case of Eishas Echav Shalai Abba the case of uh, where uh, your sister-in-law was originally married to an older brother who passed away before you were even born, so that has to do with a brother relationship. And then the last one is the case of the daughter-in-law. And so the Gemara, uh, we'll stop here in the middle of Gimel Manalaf, in the middle of 3a, uh, the Gemara went through the specific order. Why do we go through that specific order of the 15 different scenarios where your sister-in-law is, is there's an exemption to do yibum to your sister-in-law because you are related to her through some other way, which is going to cause a different prohibition. Okay, we'll continue with the Gemara in the next recording.